Welcome. My name's Jeff Mulgan. I'm from uh, Nesta and want to thank all of you for coming here to Sadler's Wells on the morning of Friday the 13th. Uh, though we are joined by some sunshine, I'm afraid we've screened out the sunshine so you can see uh, the screen. Uh, as well as thanking you, I wanted to thank Alistair Spaulding for letting us uh, hold this here at Sadler's Wells. And just, uh, we're going to keep the speeches very, very brief here. Uh, but we want to share with you why we're so excited about what is being announced today, which is the launch of this, the Digital R&D Fund for the Arts. It's a collaboration of our three organizations, uh, Nesta, the Arts Council, and the Arts and Humanities Research Council. And you'll hear from their chief executives in a moment about so why they're part of this. And you'll also hear from some projects which exemplify where we're trying to go. I just want to mention so two or three aspects of what we're trying to achieve with this fund. The first is to push the boundaries of connecting arts organizations with people on the forefront of using digital technologies, to find new ways of engaging audiences, and perhaps just as important, to find new business and revenue models at a time when we know that every organization is under pressure and under stress. The other thing we're trying to do is really summed up in the the phrase R&D, which is to bring an experimental rigor to bear on the things which are funded, to find out what really works and what doesn't, partly to make sure that money, scarce money, goes further uh, in this climate, and partly to generate knowledge for the rest of the, uh, the arts world, so that we will hopefully find new models, new approaches, which then can be scaled and copied uh, right across the country. We're very confident there is both the demand and the ideas out there to support, in part because this is a, a, an initiative which has been piloted, road tested over the last year, with funding for a smallish number of organizations, uh, with pioneering partnerships between, again, the arts, digital technologies, and research. And I think they've shown that the underlying premise here is right. We, in, the, in this country, are world class in each of those fields, in the arts, in digital technologies and in research, but we haven't perhaps brought those three capacities together in the best way to make the whole more than the sum of its parts. If you're interested, please look at the projects which have already been uh, supported. They're very varied. They range from punch drunk working with MIT Media Lab through the fascinating project which was um, having a, a big event last night, Cloud Culture, with um, 40,000 members of the public voting on artists, the 40 winners gathered last night, and there's a whole process ongoing, uh, and lots of lessons from that, not only for the organizations directly involved, based in Nottingham in particular, but also right around uh, the country. We think with this fund, or we hope we will unleash creativity about creativity, and the really proof of the pudding will be in the quality of the ideas. Uh, but if nothing else, if, as looks likely, every summer in the future is going to be as rainy as this one, we will need some new things to do indoors over the summer. And hopefully at least some of the outputs will help us fill those, those hours looking out of the window at the rain. Uh, anyway, that's enough from me. We're now going to hear from Rick Rylance, who is Chief Executive of the Arts and Humanities Research Council, and has really helped sort of push the whole I think, work of that council into engagement with perhaps the cutting edge of innovation and creativity uh, in the creative economy and in the arts. And uh, Rick, in many ways, this project is, is partly your baby, so please 
tell us what lies behind it. Um, I'm having the very pleasant experience at the moment of uh, coming to several of these events and being told each one is my baby. I seem to have been <laughs> extremely prolific. But um, um, the, the issues for us around uh, 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 th this kind of project is that we have uniquely in the UK an absolutely world-class research base and we've got an absolutely world-class creative economy. So one of the things we've been trying to do is, in various sorts of guises, bring those things together. And the challenge for us is to do that and also find ways of doing it uh, which realize the potential of the digital future. And it's crucial to get going on this quickly. Uh, the future will be here, it is here already, and it'll have passed us by if we don't do it. So what I think is really important about this project is, firstly, that it's dealing with a part of our remit which doesn't get as much publicity as it ought to, which is the arts, as distinct from the humanities. Secondly, we're doing it in partnership with two wonderful organizations. And as research becomes increasingly collaborative, it is, it is crucial that that pioneering element is something we learn from and sets precedent for the future. Um, I also think that what's very important about this is that this is happening in real time. This is something that's happening in now, it's geared towards the future, but it's something we can actually develop as we go. And that improvisatory, that serendipity, that sense of openness, that sense of creativity, that should be at the heart of this kind of program. Um, it's part of a number of initiatives that the HRC is taking in relation to this. Some of you may be familiar with the Creative Economy Hubs, with people here today, there's one in London. Uh, there's another project we have around creative clustering down in Brighton with the Council for Industry and Higher Education. We're working with the Design Council and so on and so forth. Our great hope is that we'll be able to bring together all those things. So not just these projects learn from each other, not just these three organizations learn from each other, but there's a much more widespread impetus within the creative economy to try and realize those dividends which are going to be so crucial for our economic well-being as well as our cultural and personal well-being. So it's my great pleasure now to give you a flavor of these kinds of projects to hand over to two individuals who are not going to waffle on about generalities like I do. Um, we, can I introduce Joe Johnson, uh, the, who's the digital marketing manager for the London Symphony Orchestra, and Richard Ellis, founder of MTM London. I'll leave you to work out which is which. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm Joe Johnson, as you said, from the London Symphony Orchestra. Uh, we were lucky enough to be um, funded in the pilot phase of this um, project. We have been working with um, CODIME and the University of Salford as our research partners. Um, our project was called LSO Pulse. Um, it's our student scheme at the LSO. Um, and we wanted to test the proposition that uh, um, we could bring more students in um, create a bit of a loyalty scheme, get more uh, coming back more frequently. We also wanted to test out um, mobile ticketing. Uh, this is what lay at the heart of it. Um, as you can see, we have uh, created it. We're actually nearly at the end of our project, uh, and tonight is our last test event. We've had a series of six um, at which uh, we've tried out various methods of um, uh, fulfilling the tickets. Um, we've talked to students. We've spent quite a lo long time gathering their opinions about cultural attendance and what they like to do and why and where. 
um, how they like to use technology. Um, we, the, the app basically is a, a list of events. Um, it uses lots of uh, native technology and apps like um, uh, geolocation. Um, you can buy the tickets in the app. It bypasses a lot of things that are barriers to entry for students like booking fees um, and complicated booking systems. Um, the ticket, as you can see at the end there, is, is delivered as a barcode and we, we scan those as, as they come to the venue. Um, because we, we haven't quite reached the end, so we haven't got a full set of results, but um, we were pleased to note that this project went quite smoothly, uh, which, was, which was nice. Uh, when you get to a technology project, it went very well indeed. Um, we've managed to get a lot more students coming back more frequently, we've discovered sort of average purchase numbers. Um, they're buying for their friends, they're buying more tickets, uh, and therefore, for us, I suppose, they're spending more money. But for them, they're spending... Uh, the right amount of money for their for their own levels of uh, spending. They've liked it. They've told us that they like it. Uh, I think the best news for us, um, when we had in mind when we conceived this project, was a phase was the next phase, uh, which I think is quite important. Uh, we're hoping to join up with um, a group of London orchestras and venues in order to provide this piece of technology uh, across. Uh, their student schemes as well, and perhaps create a, a homogenised, not quite homogenised, but a, uh, a more obvious way for students to, to, to access orchestral concerts uh, at, a, at a way that's, that's convenient to them uh, um, and provide all of our offering all as one, so uh, try not to compete against each other. Uh, they actually told us in the, in the focus groups, the students completely unprompted that this is what they wanted from it, so uh, I think we've, we've done quite well. Um, I, I have no idea whether that's two minutes or not, but um, we are around. Um, Nico from Codime is here. Gary from the University of Salford is here. Uh, I'm here, of course, so please do come and ask. Uh, I have it on my phone. I can show you how it works. Um, anyway, I will hand over to Richard Ellis to tell you about his project. Morning, everyone. Thank you, Joe. Okay, two minutes on two projects now that it's been my privilege to work on for the last six months. Um, first of those is a social media project. It's a collaboration between the Imperial War Museum, um, their partners KI and UCL, uh, and the academic team at Salford. It's a great idea to install a social media layer into an exhibition at the Imperial War Museum and then experiment with how, <clears throat> how that changes the way people interact with the museum as they go around. There's kiosks in the museum, there's an application on your mobile phone you can download, and the idea is you go around the museum, you can comment on objects, you can see what other people have said about those objects, you can share them, you can put them in your own personal collection. Um, the project's still underway, there's a long way to go, I think some of the team are here today so you can talk to them about it. That's the idea behind that. The second project um, is the Dickens iPhone app. So it's, how can we use so social, what's social media? Mobile. How can we use smartphones to create a new experience for the Dickens <coughs> Museum? Um, it's a collaboration between a very funky agency called Seren, who came up with the idea in the first place, Exhibition Road Cultural Group, um, and the Dickens Museum themselves. Um, you can go and download the app yourself onto your iPhone um, and try it. It will take you on a guided tour around various Dickens locations in London. So they're the two projects. There's no way in a couple of minutes I can do them justice, so I would urge you to go and try them for yourself. Um, but also have a look at the research reports, because as Rick said, this is all about learning. 
Um, they're not out yet, but they will be soon. And there's a lot of lessons we can learn about what does and doesn't work going forward. Just a flavor of those, um, we researched how people would engage with the Dickens app as they walk around London. Half of our people were really keen on a solo tour. They'd put their headphones on, they'd listen to an audio book, and they'd walk around the location themselves. Lots of other people saw it as a, a communal thing. They'd sit as a group or stand as a group around a mobile phone or an iPad, and they'd tap on the screen and they'd examine a the location together. And you, obviously, you'd design the app in a very different way, depending on which audience you were hitting for. So we've learned lots of lessons like that and more. Some of the team around here, they can talk to you about those. Um, and the one thought I want to leave you with is something I think that applies to all the projects. Um, as I was scribbling notes for this this morning, I took a call from a client at a film studio. Um, they released an app last year for the Fairies franchise. And it didn't do as well as they wanted to. And they're agonizing on whether to charge for it this time or to go with the freemium model they went for before. They're not sure. They wanted to know how different business models would affect the uptake and therefore the revenue. And they wanted to commission a research project. And for me, it brought home the key message, which is they have the resources to do that. And this program gives arts and cultural organizations the resources to experiment. And the key thing is that we won't always be successful. There's lots of things we got wrong on our projects. But hopefully in phase two, we can build on those and learn from them. And if there's one thing I'd urge everyone to do in phase two, is to make sure that they look at what happened in phase one and what we learned from that and build on that going forward. Anyway, thank you very much. Uh, well, thanks, Richard and Joe, um, and also Jeff and Rick. Um, I'm Alan Davy, Chief Executive of Arts Council England. Um, and at the Arts Council, we're really excited about the potential of um, new collaborations in the digital sphere. We're excited about the potential of the digital R&D fund that we're specifically launching today. Um, because we really do want um, arts organizations and indeed individual artists to explore and really seize on uh, the opportunities that digital technology can offer. And I think, I think one of the things that um, we all share when we set out launching the R&D fund is we don't know what it's going to come up with at all. And we want arts organizations in talking to possible collaborators in, in thinking about making their applications to realize things that they've not thought about doing before. Um, to, to, if you like, begin to think, it's not the unthinkable, but it's just things they haven't got round to thinking about before. And some of the projects that um, have emerged from the pilots have demonstrated that, that kind of thinking. Um, we're very excited also because today we're launching uh, at the Arts Council our creative media policy, where we're setting out in one place for the first time our ambitions around what we've called creative media. We've debated long and hard about that title. I think it's a very, very good title indeed, because it covers all the things that we're interested in, uh, from the use of technology itself um, in terms of realizing the arts, um, from new ways of connecting with audiences, um, and, and just expanding the boundaries of what the arts can do uh, using technology. But I think, um, and that's going to be up on the website um, um, after we finish speaking, I gather. Um, but I think in terms of the digital R&D fund, um, the important thing about it is collaboration. And the Arts Council, and people have criticized us in the past for trying things, and then perhaps the learning has not been um, caught, and we haven't really kind of um, pushed the lessons for the benefit of the sector uh, uh, as a whole. 
And I think having two rigorous partners um, of the kind we have will ensure that um, the intrinsic quality of the project is going to be of a very high standard indeed, um, with a high degree of innovation and, and if you like, um, rigor about them. And we really will sort of make the most of, of what we discover. And I think that that's a really important element of, the, of this collaboration. And I think um, collaboration is important for us. I think collaboration will be important for um, possible applicants and those, those who develop projects to apply for. Um, because I think what a number of arts organizations are discovering, have discovered, is that there's so much, as I said before, that they don't know. Um, and meeting up with the right people who can help them realize that is, is an important part of this whole, whole process. And, you know, collaboration is important for us at the Arts Council. One huge collaboration uh, that we've, we've had over the, over the last few years, which has, if you like, blossomed in the last year, um, has been with the BBC, um, where a couple of years ago um, we, we set about with the BBC to offer um, training to arts organizations in digital technology, um, in using it, uh, but also begin to realize what some of the possibilities are. And I think, I think that collaboration with the BBC Academy was very, very important. And that, if you like, flourished um, in our um, uh, digital platform, or series of platforms, the space, you pronounce it with a northern accent note, the space, um, 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 which is making available um, digital content in of varied kinds um, in across different platforms and in a new way. And what's exciting about that is um, the new collaborations that arts organizations have had to enter into with production companies and, and others to realize what technology can offer. Um, but then for the audience, um, that joy of discoverability in new ways and, and new juxtapositions and new ways of wandering through content um, that I think is, is going to be so important um, to audiences as we go forward. So this whole business of collaboration in the digital sphere is, is very, very important. Um, and in terms of the space, it it's, um, was launched um, very quietly um, as a pilot that we'll, um, was going to last until October, specifically around this amazing summer of 2012 where so much is happening in the arts. Um, but we're in active discussion with the BBC now about how that can continue going forwards, and I very much hope, hope it will. So we're launching off on a journey. Um, there are many unknowns in that journey. What I do know is there's a hell of a lot of creativity around, uh, both in the arts world but also in the technology world, and those two coming together are going to produce some, some amazing and unexpected things. And, you know, the pace of change that we're living through um, is extraordinary. And for us, you know, we can't predict what's going to come out of it. And I think that that's the joy of what we're launching today. Okay, well, that's it from us. And now it's over to you to network. There's tea, coffee, and buns over there. So network away. And thank you for coming. Thanks.